Welcome back to another episode of Louisiana Ladies. My name is Melissa Torito. And I am Maggie Robinson. And this is a podcast with with no no agenda. We would love if you guys would subscribe to the podcast and that way you never miss a new episode. Additionally, when you subscribe, if you could rate and review, we would really appreciate that as well. We are also on social media, both Instagram and Facebook, so please give us a follow at Louisiana Ladies Podcast. And Maggie? You can reach us at our email address, louisianaladiespodcast at gmail.com. We're back, and this is the episode that we didn't get to do because of the ice apocalypse. And our guest today is Marta Hurst, who also experienced a bit of the ice apocalypse, right, Marta? Sure did. We'll talk about your experience with that. So, Marta is in, I hope you're in San Antonio because that's where I tell everybody that you're at. I used to say you were in Midland, Texas. I, I was at one time. Oh, okay. But I'm not anymore. All right. So we will talk to Marta, um, how we met, why we like her, all the good things. Um, but first, the announcement of the episode is that uh, I know everybody is sitting on the edge of their seats and is really going to care about this. But I am officially taking a true social media break of no so- social media whatsoever for, I'm just going to go through the end of Lent. I'm up. I'm a, a little late on my what I'm going to give up for Lent, but um, have no fear. Lainey will be monitoring my social media accounts. So if anybody does happen to reach out to us or me directly, that will be monitored. But I'm, I said this before on a podcast. I mean, Maggie, you know, it brings me a lot of joy, right? Reading. Reading. So I want to read my friends and I, I think we're going to start a little book club. Marta, do you read? Like books, um, I, I I I do read sometimes. I'd say I don't read as much as I used to. Now I read to my children, so I'm really into like you know youth novels at this point in my life. But Marta, I don't feel like you get trapped in the social media vortex. I would, I probably do. Okay, so this is more of I've said this before. Like social media doesn't really depress me or anything. Like it doesn't really bother me if people are doing stuff that's fun. Sometimes I'm like oh, that's fun. It's more of just, it's taking up a lot of my time. And I feel like my time could be better served, not better served for me personally as a part of self-care, right? So reading and I'll have, I really want to read basically like a novel a week for the next couple of weeks. So that's my goal. I'm not, Marta made fun of me one time and said, I said way too many goals. She's like, you have a step goal. You have a nutrition goal. You've got a da 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 goal. You have way too many goals, but this is a good goal and very achievable. And I feel now that Lainey basically, you know, she's, she's basically me because <laughs> she has access to everything. So there we go. I won't miss it. I won't miss anything. Um, I don't think goals are bad. I just, I think, you know, the goal of not drinking wine on weekdays is bad. Oh, that's I right. think that one's bad. Well, that's, that's what you, that's where you told me just that that's not really attainable. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll move on <laughs> before people start thinking things. But wine is actually how Marta and I met, ironically. So, kind of, right, Marta? I mean, it was in there. 
So I think we met at the um, ASPA Women's Conference in South Carolina. Is that where you think we met? We'll have to get back to that one. Did you go to the one in San okay. Francisco? No. Okay, it was South Carolina. Okay, hold on, Mario. We're going to get back to this in a second. I'm, I'm okay. digressing because um, I forgot to say this. We are on Zoom since Marta is in um, Texas. And so we're, we think we got the audio, but just want to let everybody know that. And so we're seeing Marta's lovely face, but nobody else can see her because it's a podcast. Um, so anyway, so we're going to do a few um, of our normally what we do on our um, opening segments. And it's word of the episode. Word of the episode. Word up. Which is prudent. Marta? <laughs> prudent is acting with or showing care and thought for the future. I feel like I use the word prudent a decent amount with my clients. I, I don't know that I use that one on a regular basis. Well, you should. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I'll add it to the list. Okay. And then the shout out actually is shout outs. This is kind of random and this is definitely not being paid, but dermatology clinic here in Baton Rouge. And I think they have several locations. They're my dermatologist. And I just, you know how you go to some doctor's offices and you're, you're always waiting and nobody's on time. And then when they get to you, you feel very rushed, you know, like they don't really have time for you because they're already like an hour behind. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't know if it's the clinic or if it's my doctor. So my doctor is Dr. Dobson. And I went and saw her today and my appointment was at nine. I mean, I get there, they check me in, I get in the room. Oh, I went by the way, because I have a gajillion moles on my body. And so I'm getting my, my annual, actually I do it twice a year, my skin check, but you know, she comes in at nine Oh five, you know, talks to me, we chat for a little while, you know, so I just wanted to give a shout out because every time I go there, it's quite an enjoyable experience. Even if sometimes she's basically performing minor surgery on one of my moles. My friend was saying that she's ready to switch dermatologists because she feels like they don't look at her chart. Like she's been going to the same one for, for so many years. And she's like, I don't even think they know me so, or, or care about me. It's like, why don't you know this stuff? Like I cancer cut out of my leg. Why am I not so up on your radar? I've been going to Dr. Dobson for probably seven or eight years. I left my other dermatologist because I never felt like that dermatologist took me seriously. And I wouldn't say I'm a hypochondriac, but like I have a lot of moles, you know, and so don't just kind of blow me off, you know? So Dr. Dobson, I feel like is, you know, everything goes under biopsy, but she can pretty much tell me she's like, this one's okay. Or, you know, this one, let's just go ahead and get rid of it. So Patrick kind of makes jokes that, um, you know, she's taken off so many moles. I don't really have any left, but lo and behold, people. That's not the case. I still have a bunch of moles, uh, but I'm fair skinned, you know, and so you just got to be careful with that. So I'm a big proponent in the sunscreen and all that good stuff. So that's my shout out. Did you have a shout out, Maggie? I don't have a shout out today. No shout outs. Okay. But do you have a palm? Yeah. Whoo. I washed and styled my hair and I feel like that is just, that is just a feat. And I'm proud of myself because I did it. Well, you have a lot of hair. It's a process. It's a process. It I have really to, good. I have to like work myself up to it. It's, it's sad, but it had been nine days. It was time. I can <laughs> tell you that it was time. I saw you yesterday. <laughs> see Marta's face. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he's going to wash her hair. <laughs> Marta, how often do you wash your hair? Oh, um, it depends on if I have meetings or I would say I'm a, like a once uh, every other day girl, unless like 
I work out or when I go to conferences, I wash it like every day. It's really kind of a daunting thing. Like, oh, I don't want to have, I don't want to schedule face-to-face meetings two days in a row. Then I have to wash my hair both those days. It's a lot of washing. <laughs> yeah. I am working on training my hair to only washing it twice a week. Can you do that? Yes. You can hair train. That's well, how I, I guess if you're ever, if you're ever going to hair train, like this is the time to do it. So I really like the dry shampoo. It's, I think it's Batiste. Yeah. Right, Lainey. Yeah. And that one has by far been my favorite. Cause I don't feel like it builds up residue in my hair. And I feel like it also makes my hair look like it's washed. So today, Marta, you can see me. Nobody else can. I've not washed my hair since Sunday. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. So I, I, um, I got dry. I, I mean, I've done the dry shampoo thing a couple of times and I actually bought some with you somewhere and I liked that, but I don't know. I ran out and that was the end of that. I don't know. I'm really bad about like, you know, getting into a routine like that and buying stuff. that's not on <laughs> amazon.com. It's on Amazon. That's where I get it from. Oh, well then I might can make that happen it, in my life. It's like $7. Do you get the one with the color in it? Yes. Okay. Me too. That's yes, why I, like I get it. the dark one. Cause if you have dark hair, yeah. it doesn't look like you put baby powder in it. You know what? I made my appointment to get my hair highlighted next week. Oh, yay. We're doing it. Okay. So as we, I think you should do it, Marna. It'll change your life, but you can't, I mean, like I had to, this has been probably like two months that I've been working on this hair training. Okay. Well, I guess I'll work on hair training and replenish my dry shampoo supply. Right. You know, you, I feel like you have to have dry shampoo. Will do. All right. So my palm was that I actually kept up with my timesheet and focused on one task at a time yesterday. And how'd you feel? Boom. Amazing. Now have I done that today? Well, no, it's been a wild day. It's been a wild day. So no. And um, it's already the afternoon and I'm not really sure where the morning went. So all righty. Let's talk to Marta. Marta. So Marta, Hi. I think we did meet at that conference in Charleston, right? But we didn't really hang out. No, um, I like to sit in the back, and you also came in the back because you were late to one of the sessions, and um, you were also working and conferencing at the same time. And I was like, "What's this girl doing?" Like that's the whole point of coming to conferences, like have a little downtime. But you're pretty serious, like go getter all the time until like it's you know work done time, and you check out, and then we had a lot of fun, and. Um, we, we did have some wine in the evenings. Okay. But I feel like, okay, so we did. And then a couple of months later, we were at that conference in Austin and I'm sitting there. So I flew in, I think the day before, but because you were in San Antonio and I don't think Austin is very far. I think you drove in that morning, right? Yep. Marta, people can't see you. Okay. Um, I know. I'm sorry. So, um, Okay. So I remember looking over and I was like, God, that girl looks familiar to me, but did I look familiar at the conference? Yeah, I knew that I recognized you, but we also, like, there wasn't a lot of hangout time at that conference and you were at a different table than me. I was sitting with a bunch of people I didn't know. And then you guys were all going to go do something fun that night. And I couldn't, cause I had a baby or something and I had to drive back to, to San Antonio. So I hadn't made plans to stay. And I was like, man, well, if you ever get out this way, we should hang out. And then it turns out we actually go to a lot of the same conferences. Yeah. So, so this is how I knew that me and Marta were going to be friends. And this is a total wine reference. So 
don't judge me people or Marta, but we're standing there getting lunch. And I'm like, Hey, I think we, one of us started talking to each other somehow. And Marta starts telling me this story, how she bought her neighbor. I might butcher this Marta, but this is what I remember. You bought your neighbor a bottle of wine, I think for watching your kids or for doing you a favor, but you never got to give it to her because you accidentally drank it. Yeah, that's, that's a thing. I, I keep more wine on, on hand now, so I don't have that happen as often. Um, but you know, when you don't have enough bottles um, you, and you have a wine emergency, sometimes you drink gifts for other people. So she said that <laughs> and it was very like, I accidentally drank it. Oops. And I was like, you're going to be friends. Like this is, <laughs> this is one of my soul sisters. And then I don't know if we knew that we went to that other conference together for nationwide. I don't, or did we just see each other again? I I think we started talking about where we might see each other in the future. And that one came up and then we were determined that we would get to go to that conference every year. That must, must've been it. And at some point we got each other's number and then now we Marco Polo each other every day. We're, we're cool. We're close okay. like that. So if anybody hasn't figured out, Marta is a TPA. So. I am. So I've been doing this for uh, 17 years this year. So just for a little bitty while. And so, yeah, good old TPA like you too. Yeah. So that's Super exciting. It is. Well, we love it. And we can talk about all the things, but I don't know if our audience wants to hear that. So Marta, where are you from? Um, I'm from Midland, Texas, but we now live in San Antonio. Okay. So what brought y'all to San Antonio? Well, walk me through a little bit of your life. So when did you move to San Antonio? Uh, we moved to San Antonio oh, about nine, eight, seven, eight years ago. Um, we lived in Fort Worth before that. My husband was in um, pump sales in oil field. And so that's how he started in Midland. Then he got transferred to Fort Worth and my boss graciously let me keep my job and we kind of changed what I was doing so I could still be working. And then we moved, he got transferred to San Antonio. Um, and then he has since left the oil and gas industry and he's in real estate. So we don't plan to go anywhere. It's by far my favorite part of Texas. I love Texas. I love the whole state, but San Antonio is really nice and pretty and it's close to the hill country. And there's some vineyards close by that is also helpful, but it's not too humid. It does get good and hot in the summer though. So this happened, you had already been, you and Randy were married. Yes. So we got married when we still lived in Midland and we moved to Fort Worth and to San Antonio together. Okay, so I'm going to go backwards a little bit. All right, so where did you go to college? Okay, so I went to college at University of Northern Colorado in Greeley, Colorado. Um, I got my finance degree in three years. And then I, I, I wanted to live in the big city and do all these fun things and live in a cool apartment. But uh, I also didn't want to be a financial advisor. Um, and... I didn't want to be working on commission like straight out of college because who's going to give a 21 year old their money? Nobody. And so I was applying for all of these like entry level positions just so I could get to know the business. And all these people were like, we're not, no, like we're not going to hire you. Um, you are overqualified for what you're asking to do. So I went back home and lived with my parents for a couple months. Um, so I got my job with NWest a couple months after I graduated. And then my mom was like, okay, get out. And I bought a house in Midland. And then I met Randy and we started our moving adventures. Okay. All right. So NWest is the, is the company that you work for. And you, it sounds like you've worked for them pretty much your entire professional career. Yep. Okay. What is exactly is your role there? I am the vice president of client development. 
So I talk with advisors and plan sponsors and help develop, um, you know, great retirement plans for them and their employees. I get to do all the fun part, all, in my opinion, all of the meeting with the people we actually work with and, um, you know, meeting those business owners, learning about different types of businesses. So it's, um, I didn't start out that way. I started out like just doing really binding proposals, literally, because I've been doing this that long, um, and helping with enrollment meetings and that kind of stuff. So this is uh, my favorite part so far. But you also, okay, so you do stuff with your current clients and current plans? Yeah, sometimes. Okay, sure. mm -hmm. but you also sell, right? You're the business developer. I do, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, we do, a, uh, um, like, I consult with new clients about what types of plan they want, um, and I help with onboarding. Uh, we have somebody that really helps with like the process, but usually I'm the person on the front end that talks about, sets the expectations for how it's going to go and what's involved and why we're better than the other TPAs in Texas. Um, so that's kind of my role. And then once they say, oh, you guys sound great. I'm like, okay, team, let's get rolling. So Marta and I, I feel like we do similar things. I just don't exactly have the same title as you. Because you're a partner. Well, I think that I could change my title <laughs> instead of vice president. I could just be president of client and you know, whatever. Can't mm -hmm. we're going to change some titles at some point. I just feel like that's fun. Um, okay. So enough about being a TBA, Martin. <laughs> okay. At what point did you sing in the band? Okay. So I, I grew up singing in church with my sisters and I sing in a, now, you know, it's not choir music at church anymore. There's little bands. And so I sing in the band at church sometimes whenever they need me on kind of a sub. But in the meantime, um, one of the sound guys at church was like, hey, I sing in this little band and our, we need a lead female vocalist. Would you like come kind of do your thing? So I did that for, I don't know, not a super long time. It wasn't like music is hard because music happened late at night. Uh, into the early morning, um, they were having long rehearsals. And like, I have a, well, I mean, they're older now, but this was like three or four years ago, I had a young family. And so it was hard to be like, oh, I'm sorry, I have to go for a sound check at four. And then we start at seven and I won't be home till, you know, 11 o'clock at night, see y'all tomorrow. So it just wasn't very conducive to my current professional and family state, but it was fun. How are your kids now? I'm an eight-year-old boy and an 11-year-old girl. Okay. And their names? James and Anna. Right. So sometimes I forget that Marta has children because she's just so, well, she's cool. And you don't really talk about them that often. And that sounds terrible, but I'm just saying, like, I feel like when, or maybe you just don't talk about them because I don't have kids. Um, I think usually I talk about my kids with people who have kids, this, like their friends, parents, or if we have kids the same age, because otherwise, like, and I'm, I mean, I don't need to know all about somebody's two-year-old. I already had two-year-olds. So usually the conversations I have are about like, okay, what sports things can we get involved in? What can we, you know, how can we do this? I don't, I don't think I'm one of those people who just, I mean, I love my kids, but I got a lot of other stuff going on besides kids to chat about. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I guess, and that probably sounds odd, but I just feel, I, I can appreciate that. Right. You know, I mean, not that I don't want to hear about your kids, but there are times where I'm like, Ooh, I should probably ask Marta, how's it going with their kids? <laughs> I haven't heard well, you've also, you've never met my kids. So it's not like, 
oh, you know, that one time that we went on a family vacation together. Like, I mean, you don't, you don't know my kids besides them popping into our Marco Polo occasionally to be like, what are you doing, mom? (laughs) But I do feel like your kids are pretty self-sufficient. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting there. Okay. So, and then just recently, did you guys buy a camper or is that? So we had one for like 10 years and we did some, we did several camping trips a year. I'm a glamper. Like Randy and I camped in a tent when we were engaged and I was like, I'm never doing this again ever in my whole life. So if you want me to go do stuff like that with you, I'm going to need, you know, something, um, with a toilet, um, electricity is super like, you know, so he found something, uh, we tried it out for 10 years and then he's like, man, our kids probably aren't going to want to do this forever. And I said, well, then we better get an upgrade and like do this thing. Right. So we got a new trailer over the summer and took the kids to the grand Canyon. Um, actually we did that when school started, we did the virtual learning for the first semester. We went to Arkansas for a week. Um, so we're hoping to do some more travel over the summer. Um, my daughter is in fifth grade and being on the road and doing school, and having inconsistent internet was really not for her. It was really stressing her out. And so in turn, that made it not very enjoyable for me. And so I'm like, you know what, let's just kind of table this for a little bit and get back to it in the summer. But yes, we do take the trailer out. We were supposed to go camping the weekend that um, we had our snow vid. And I'm so glad that we decided to stay home because we could have gotten there, but we probably wouldn't have gotten home for a week. So um, our next trip is in March and we are going back to Arkansas because it is quite lovely. We found. Yeah. Arkansas. How far of a drive is that for y'all? Um, about nine hours to Lake Catherine, which is where we like to go. Nine ten. I just went to Lake Catherine. Maggie likes it. so camp. pretty. Maggie you camp like- in a tent, Maggie? I do. I do a little tank. They got to have like bathroom facilities. I'm not going to go do my business in the woods, but um, I, I do. I don't mind being in a tent on an air mattress. It's, it's, it's fun. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd love to have a camper. It's just not where we're at right now. You know what sounds fun to me? Being in a bed at a hotel. <laughs> Maybe with nah. this <laughs> Okay, Marta. So we're talking about that. All right. So now let's talk about the business that Randy started or the company that Randy started that you are involved in, but I don't think you're actually, you have actual ownership, even though it is attributed to you. Yeah, it is. Tell us, tell us about this and why did he start it? What's the name of it? You know, what was, what was the reason behind it and all of the, the fun products that y'all sell? Okay. So about two and a half years ago, I had a shoulder injury. I have bursitis because I'm 37 and what 37 year old doesn't have bursitis. I've had it for forever, but I was working out, which as you know, Melissa, I don't really do like super often, but I was, I was getting in a good little routine and I did a push up and it. I had a problem. So I went to the doctor and he's like, oh, it's all swollen. You got, you know, this like bursa sac, it's all inflamed. Just take Advil, you know, for a week or so and you'll be fine. Well, I can't take Advil because I donated my kidney three years ago. So I'm like, well, that's not really gonna work for me. So I guess I'll just be miserable. And a friend came to town and was like, oh my gosh, me and my dad are about to open this CBD store. Um, Would you be interested in trying it? Well, I'd never even really heard of it. And I was like, I'll try whatever you got. I mean, you know, I'm kind of, desperate at this point. I'm like, like, 
what kind of, are there things I should be worried about? And she's like, no, no, we did all this research on this company. They're really great. And so I tried it. Initially, I didn't notice like a huge difference. But one night I was trying to go to sleep and I'm like tossing and turning because I'm uncomfortable. And Randy goes, uh, did you take your CBD? Which at the time he was like, your, your snake oil. That's what he, he was like, oh, it's so good for you. So, so I said, uh, no, I didn't. And I went and I took it and I was asleep in like 10 minutes. So I'm like, clearly this is working. Um, and I do notice a big difference when I stopped taking it. So um, that same friend who has a, a, a CBD store said, why don't you guys open one in San Antonio? And Randy has always been an entrepreneur at heart. He always has these really crazy ideas about types of businesses we could own and stuff we could do. And he lovingly calls me the dream crusher because I'm like, no, that we can't do that. That's not, that's not going to work. And that's not going to work. So um, here's why. And so he calls me the dream crusher. So I'm like, Hey, do you have any interest in this? Because, you know, they could provide us with some training and some information. And so he was, he said, okay, fine, let's, you know, have a conversation with them and check it out. And he went to their store and he tried their stuff and he was like, oh my gosh, this is like good stuff. He said, I've had this twitch in my knee and I took it and I don't have it anymore. I, I kind of thought you were crazy, but uh, this is, this is good stuff. I'm a believer. So I'm like, okay, cool. So um, the brand that we carry is SunMed and we've done a lot of research on different CBD companies because everybody makes it. Uh, we do not make it in our garage. We do not do our, our own thing. Uh, they sell it, they, you know, don't buy it at a gas station. So we did a lot of um, research and this company really has great quality. They have great quality controls. Uh, they were the first USDA certified organic. And then they have a doctor scientist on staff that does a lot of education and training about why they've made the product the way that they do and what kind of things they are discovering about the CBD plant. So they've really now kind of shifted from just the CBD company to a plant-based science company. Does that sound fancy? Mm -hmm. Sounds legit. Yeah. So because there's all these different parts of the plant and um, they found that different parts provide benefits in different areas. Like Melissa, do you use our CBN for yes. nighttime? Yes. But before we talk about that, I need you to back up and explain to our audience, what is CBD oil? Okay. So CBD is a cannabinoid and our bodies naturally create cannabinoids, but most of us don't create the right amount. So the products encourage our bodies to produce more. And then that puts our endocannabinoid system into homeostasis or like balance. So, um, and it helps regulate different functions of the body, which is why CBD works for so many people for so many different things. Okay. And so you guys put a lot, it sounds like y'all put a lot of time and effort before choosing which brand to go with and opening the store like y'all weren't well clearly because you're the dream crusher so I think instead of the instead of a dream crusher I'm gonna go with your practical right okay Randy mm. it's a great idea but let's be practical so I'll put a lot of time and effort to make sure that you have a true quality product and there's no THC in it correct and that's the thing that gets people high that is the thing that gets people high now we do now have broad spectrum hold on full spectrum products Full spectrum does have some THC. So we have customers that come in that say, okay, I can't have any THC. Fine, we've got plenty of that. Uh, we also now have products that have like a teeny tiny amount because they show that some 
things benefit more from a little bit of THC. Um, but I, I would say, it, you know, most of, of our clientele is getting um, like a water soluble or a tincture or that doesn't include THC. Now, again, they're becoming like more of a, a um, plant science company. So as different rules and regulations change, if, if federally uh, the government says, hey, marijuana is okay under these particular conditions, I feel sure that we will uh, delve into that part of the industry as well. But right now it is still illegal in Texas. And so we, we like to follow the law, you know, just to make sure we don't get arrested. That's best for the family. Well, you and you are just like us, you work in compliance, so, you know, so we're by nature just compliant people. Yeah, we are. That is a fact. Yeah. Okay. So you asked me if I have the CBN, which I do have the CBN. So let's, what's the difference between that and the CBD? So CBN is just another component of the plant. So we found that like CBN, for example, leads to more restful sleep. And so that is one that many of our customers take at night before they go to bed. We also have CBG, which is for renewed focus. So that's the one I, I take that one in the morning um, makes me like laser focused, get things done kind of mindset. Whoa. We have a sample me, of that. Me and Maggie, you know, we're like squirrel. There we go. Um, we were meeting with the client today and he was like, wow, Melissa, you need some meds. <laughs> you are all over the place. You know, uh, it, when things pop into my brain. I just say them out loud. You know, that's the whole like filter thing that I don't have. So, um, and probably a little bit of a lack of focus. Okay. So let me ask you, first of all, so y'all, the, the store has been open for like two, two years. Yeah. I, I think, um, this, we were open around, we didn't have our like grand opening until May, but I, we were in the process of starting the store about this time. So we're about two years old. So have you noticed that, well, let me ask you this. Did y'all have an uptick during COVID? Because people were stressed? Um, no. Um, I would say we had a shift in customers during COVID. Um, so obviously, you know, we, we, San Antonio was on lockdown for a while. And um, some areas of the country identified CBD as a essential business. Um, so we were open. The city did come down one afternoon and ask Randy to close. But I think like the next day or two days later, they lifted the uh, lifted that whole thing. Anyway, um, we had new customers come in because they were like, oh, well, I usually go to the CBD place on my way to work and now I'm not working. And so your place is closer. Um, and then we also moved to a lot of online sales. Um so now we, you know, ship all over now. Um, but I would say we still had a little downturn just because people weren't out and were kind of freaked out. But I think now things are picking back up um, and we are, people do have some anxiety over these things and comment about that. So one of the things that I've noticed, and this is probably going to sound negative, but I, I want you to clarify this. I feel like a good quality CBD oil or whatever the variation is, is not inexpensive. Um, I, I mean, there's some truth to that, right? Um, so I'll give you an example. I use the topical cream a lot. So uh, I sleep funny and I put it on my neck or, um, you know, you can use it for a variety of different things. Well, I had a neck thing and 
you know, I slept funny, but I happened to be going to the doctor and I'm like, you know, I don't know. I have like a spasm or something. And he was like, oh, hey, well, let me write you a prescription for this cream. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm using my CBD. It's probably fine. But just, you know, for fun, I um, checked with my pharmacy to see how much that little cream was going to cost me with insurance. It was like $120. Our topical cream was $90. I mean, so I just, I was like, well, I mean, you're, you're paying for your health. So you can get cheap CBD at a gas station. Don't know what's in it. I mean, you know, they've, they're, I'm sure people have seen articles about um, people finding trace levels of um, heavy metals or even more than trace levels of heavy metals in uh, CBD products that are just found on random shelves. So uh, this industry is not heavily regulated yet. And so it's really on the consumer to be responsible about what they are purchasing and purchasing a quality product means you know, additional testing and um, additional facilities that when you make it in your garage, you, you don't have to have. So you do pay a little bit more for a premium product. So I think that on the surface, it might look like it's a lot, but I think if you break it up by how many servings, for lack of better words, you know, and of the actual oil, you know, if you for this is what I do anytime I buy something that seems like it's a lot. I just divide the total by how many servings it is. And then I'm like, you know, everything kind of seems worth it to that extent. But let me ask you this, and we probably should have let off with this. What do you find is the main reason why people are taking CBD oil? Uh, well, again, I don't work in the store, but the people that I talk to, I would say pain and anxiety Yeah, are probably the two biggest. Okay. Um, and have, do you have anybody that you know, that y'all have gotten feedback from that. I mean, they're just, they're going to be repeat customers because it has helped their quality of life, whether it's pain, anxiety, sleep, all that stuff. Yeah, for sure. We have, we have a lot of, uh, you know, lifetime customers, what I would say, like we've, they're regular customers that come in, they're on a schedule. This is how long it takes before they run out. And, and, you know, they're believers in the product and have amazing success stories. So, yeah, I would, and that's the goal. I mean, yeah, we'd love for people to try it, but we want people to be finding um, betterment. You know, we want them to be seeing results from the product. And when they do, then they're like, yeah, I'll take some more of that. I mean, anybody that, that sees relief in some kind of area is going to want to repeat the process. So is there any way that people could have an adverse reaction? Um, some people, it makes them really sleepy. So, you know, people are like, oh my gosh, can you overdose on this? Uh, it makes you really sleepy. So if you take too much, you can expect a good nap. Um, I, there's no people who are taking like prescription medicines. The only thing that, that we recommend people not take it with is blood thinners. So if you're on blood thinners, you need to think about how that CBD might impact it. Um, we also just make people mindful who like take blood pressure medicine. So like my dad was on blood pressure medicine, was taking CBD for her, his arthritis. Um, and we told him to monitor it, but it took about, I don't know, six or eight months. And all of a sudden he like was kind of having some dizzy spells and he was like, oh my gosh, I, he has heart problems. So we were, you know, worried something's happening with his heart. We went to his doctor and his doctor's like, oh, well, your blood pressure is like lower than it used to be. So we need to address, adjust your blood pressure medicine. So now my dad's on less blood pressure medicine. Uh -oh. So that was a win, but it's just something you have to like, you know, kind of pay attention to. Yeah. Just like anything, you got to just be, be responsible for it. So Marta has graciously sent Maggie and myself some samples, even though I am a customer. Um, so can you tell us what's in our little sample pack, Marta? Do you I might. Oh yeah. Thanks. Show me. Um, 
so there is a little jar in there, like a little, that little circular jar, and that is the topical cream. So that is, it's really, there's not very much in there, but it doesn't really take very much, just a little tiny amount. You can put it on your neck because you didn't sleep good. You can put it, so it, it's um, when I had my, have my bursitis, it's not going to go way down in my shoulder and help that bursitis joint. It's more for like surface pain. We have people that use it on their hands for arthritis, like that kind of thing. Okay. Um, we have people that use it on sunburns and acne and all kinds of things. Oh, I mean, oh. anyway, okay. I don't know. I, I mean, people swear by it. I've never tried it for those things, but you know, CBD is good for a lot of things. Um, you also have a 25 milligram gummy in there. I think it's the circle one. Okay. And it, so that's more like of a, a supplement. So I mentioned, you know, most of our customers are going to use like a water soluble or a tincture and then kind of as just a daily thing. And then we also have the topical cream. Most of what I sent you is supplements. So if you want a gummy, that's what I usually take some CBD in the morning. And then if I'm having a dinner party, cause that kind of stresses me out or, you know, I'm trying to coordinate something or I know I'm going to have to be running around after work, like a crazy person. I take another one just to kind of, you know, mood betterment before I go running around. So um, that's what the gummy is for. Uh, and then I think you showed me Maggie, a CBN gummy. So that has a little moon on it because it is for nighttime. So that would be kind of the equivalent of your nighttime tincture, Melissa. You could take that rather than your tincture when you go to bed. Okay, so I have a question. This is where I get a little confused. So I feel like the tincture bottle, so the tincture is oil that you put under your tongue, correct? And you hold it there for like yeah. 20 minutes. Okay. So the tincture bottles, just in case anybody's taking a look, you know, because we're going to talk about your website and stuff like that. Um, the dosage on that. So like this gummy says it's 25 milligrams, but on the bottle, I feel like the bottle says what the total maybe milliliters is or so. like, how do you know, is one tincture the equivalent of one gummy? So there have been some changes to the label on the bottle. So it should now tell you like per, uh, per, per milliliter, what the amount is. So, um, like if it says, and the 25 milligram gummies, um, again, they're kind of a supplement. I don't know that you need 25 milligrams necessarily to go to bed. Um, I would say how much of, how much of your CBN tincture do you take? Do you take half a dropper? Yes. Or a whole dropper? Half, half a dropper. And I would say everybody's kind of different. So somebody, and it's based on like severity of your issue and your body weight. So some people might need a little bit more. Some people could get away with a little bit less. Um, now you're kind of getting into the technicals of the stuff that Randy told me I should have looked into before I had this call. Um, but I would say you don't do the tincture and the gummy. You would do one or the other. Okay. So basically just read the instructions. <laughs> Yes, but they should now, uh, there have been changes to the bottle. And so okay. now it should say like per, per dropper, what the amount of CBD is in it. Okay. So before we get to something that you totally glossed over earlier, um, that I now uh -huh. want to talk about, let's talk about how can people order? What's the website? Do you have a phone number? We do. So San Antonio CBD.mybigcommerce.com is the best way to get a hold of us. Um, that has our contact information, phone number, has all you can order from there. And that is a great place to use the coupon code LA Ladies for 20% off. Because Marta's sponsoring this episode. 
their CBD store is. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, so you can get all of our content. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram. Um, so that is a great way to be alerted of new products that are coming out. But uh, that, that website is the best way to get all of our contact information. Okay. So once again, the discount code is LA ladies. They enter that in when they check out and they will get 20% off one time. Correct. Correct. Okay. So we're so legit. <laughs> the first one that's given us a discount has sponsored our podcast happens to be probably one of the best products that, and a product that most people probably could benefit from. Um, so that being said, Marta, you like literally glossed over the fact that you donated your kidney. I mean, it was several years ago. <laughs> it doesn't, but that doesn't lessen the fact that you donated an organ of your body. And who, who did you donate it to? So I donated my kidney to Randy's dad, um, who had kidney failure due to exposure to Agent Orange in Vietnam, or that's what they attributed to. So um, he was on dialysis and uh, everybody and this, not everybody, a lot of people, like not just family, but, you know, their church friends and uh, people that they knew all came forward to get tested. Um, and, but I, I had prayed about it. And I remember walking to the bus stop with my mother-in-law one day to get my kids. And I was like, I could donate my kidney. And she was like, no, you can't, you can't, you have kids. What if they need it? And I'm like, time my kids need a kidney. I mean, I'm sure there'll be a better option. They don't want my old kidney. So, um, you know, we, we kind of let it go, but then as time went on, I was like, more people were coming forward and getting tested and Randy got tested. Um, and they actually figured out after they think they might've had a calibration issue with one of their machines. And so then Randy was like, well, I should go get retested. But by then I was already on the schedule to donate. And if Randy went back into the queue to get tested, they would take him off of the schedule until that was completed. And then we'd have to reschedule. Um, and then it ran into all kinds of important things, like some conference I was going to go to. <laughs> so I was like, let's just, let's just do this. Let's just, just do it. I'd already, I just felt really at peace about it. So I donated and I would, I would do it again. And I mean, I can't do it again because you can only get once, but, um, I don't, I don't have any regrets about donating my kidney. It was a, a recovery was harder than I expected it to be. And it took longer than I expected it to. Um, I took a lot of naps for a long time because when you donate your kidney, your other kidney grows in size to help start accommodating for that. And that takes time and energy from your body. Um, but I'm fine now. I still drink wine now. Um, uh, you know, I, no regrets. I, I, and my father-in-law is doing fantastic. So, um, it was really great for both of us. So a question, and you might've said it and I, I missed it. What would have happened if you wouldn't have gotten a kidney? Well, um, I think I well, he would have died eventually, but he'd be, you know, dialysis is really hard on your body. Yeah. So not only is it, you know, oh, I have to go in and have this, but it's a problem. Like it's just, it's just an inconvenience. And then you're here. And then the next day you feel crummy and then you have to go again and then you feel crummy. So there were just so many days that he didn't have any energy to do anything. And then um, besides that, it just causes a lot. It wreaks a lot of other havoc on your body that I didn't even realize. And hearing some of the things that he was going through just broke my heart. Uh, he is a wonderful man. He's a, he's a good person. And I just, I thought about my kids and having their, their grumps, you know, around for a long time. And so I was happy to be able to give him more years. Are you nervous the day, the days leading up to the procedure? 
Oh yeah. I mean, how, how can you not be? But, uh, I never thought that it, I, I never second guessed the choice. I knew it was what I was supposed to do. And so I just did it. So once again, Marta, you know, as I kind of jokingly said, you don't bring up your kids, you are super humble and you do not bring this up very often, you know, and when I checked on you, you were like, yeah, I'm okay. I mean, the recovery is kind of tough, but I'm okay. So I just think you, uh, you're very special. And if I was you, I think if I ever saw my father-in-law, I'd be like, Hey, don't forget I donated my kidney. <laughs> well, you know, I suggested he get shirts made that say favorite daughter-in-law right. and <laughs> Because he's got three, and I'm the only one that gave him a kidney. And the way I do joke with him a lot, like you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, I forgot to get your birthday present, but you have my kidney, so it's fair. Um, I also negotiated that he bring me a bottle of wine every time that he come over. So um, now that he lives closer, he's like, do I have to bring one every time? But anyway, I mean, it, we we have a lot of fun joking about it. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like that's a great bargaining tool. You know, hate to say it, but it just it just is. So. All right. Well, Marta, you're fantastic. And uh, before we go, we're going to do our FAQs, our five awesome questions. If you've listened to the podcast, you would know. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So I, I have listened to the podcast. I just don't listen to them in order. So I do. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out when Marta's going to do stand up comedy. Oh, Marta's hilarious. <laughs> oh. But Marta and I a few people think that. Well, me and Marta have a lot of fun together, needless to say. Yeah, I feel like um, well, typically when I'm hearing from Marta, I'm usually like, it's usually something really funny you're saying. So it's kind of different <laughs> hearing I'm, you on the podcast and be serious. Well, <laughs> well, uh, you know, because sometimes you text me and then I like burst out laughing in my office and Maggie's like, what are you laughing at? And I'm like, oh, it's just a text from Marta. Like one time you got on a plane. This was pre, this was, this was probably a year and a half ago. I think it was pre-COVID when you were like, listen to this. And uh, these are all, by the way, audience, a lot of what we end up joking about is retirement stories, or we're meeting with, you know, a potential client and we're like, wow, that is quite a story. So um, it's not going to be, it's not, literally not going to be funny to anyone else, but Marta is very, you do have a dry sense of humor, Marta. Well, I'm glad that you guys find me amusing and you're right. I don't, I don't think I could do stand up. I'd only be able to do it at like an ASPA event where people understood retirement plan humor. If yeah. mm -hmm. there is such a thing. Yeah. So ASPA is the organization for where us pension geeks go. That's actually okay. a really good idea. That is. Well, Marta, you can come to ASPA annual and go to, the, to at least the karaoke night that they do every year. There's an idea. Okay. All right. So would you prefer winter or summer? Oh, well, we just had this awful winter thing. So typically I love winter in Texas because there's not eight inches of snow. So I'm going to have to go with summer on that. Cooking or baking? Baking. Going out or a night in? Night in. Breakfast or dinner? Breakfast. Bath or shower? Shower. Okay. <laughs> Was that one hard? The answer? Well, I like baths, but I just don't take them all the time. And before I take a bath, I take a shower. Am I the only one that does that? I have to shower before I take a bath. Because if I bathe, it's for relaxation. By the way, we do have CBD bath bombs and bath salts as well. And that is my favorite way to take a bath. That does sound fantastic. I, I told you to send me some. some I have a CBD foot, foot soak that my sister gave me for Christmas. And I, I just 
when we were unpackaging all of our stuff, I was like, oh, I forgot I got that. I need to try that. But um, I'm going to tell her about your company, Marta, because I know she's like, like dipping her toes into it. And I'll tell her, I know someone. <laughs> well, and the thing is, and I hate to say this, but because I know Marta, you know, I know she's going to tell me like when I couldn't sleep or I, I did take the CBD a couple of times and it didn't last all night. And so Marta was like, you need to eat something like with a little bit of fat in it before you go to bed, like peanut butter or something like that. If you're trying to get it to last all night since my insomnia is middle of the night insomnia. Um, so, you know, but I did also read, you can take, oh God. I'm gonna say this out loud, but I feel like you can take CBD and maybe like three milligrams of melatonin too for sleep. No? Sure. And I would say like, yes, Melissa, you're special and I love you, but that's what we do for anybody. So if people have questions about CBD and they're like, I don't know what I should take. And, oh, you talked about all these different things on the podcast and I don't know which one is right for me. We have a phone number on that website and we have an email. So call or email. And that's what the people at the store do is talk to you about what's going on with you, what might make the most sense for you to take what might be most beneficial. So don't be scared to ask questions because this is still kind of uncharted territory. So, um, you know, Melissa, you have my number and you can just text me, but um, you get extra prompt special attention, but that's really what we do for everybody. Okay. All right. That's good to know, Marta. Excellent customer service, just, just like I would expect. Um, so, so again, uh, we will link the website in our show notes. Um, the 20% off code is LA ladies, and we're going to wrap up with a few things that make us happy. Things that make us happy. Mine is Greek food. <laughs> Laney asked me this question before I went to lunch and I was like, well, I'm going to eat Greek. And I'm honest, I'm really excited about going to get some Greek and Lebanese food. Yummy, yummy in my tummy. And now Maggie's going to eat the rest of my lunch because she didn't have lunch. <laughs> that's what we do. Don't Aww. worry. We both had COVID. It's fine. So um, <laughs> that stresses Laney out when I say things about <laughs> COVID. Um, the other thing, though, I do want to say is that, so Maggie, you mentioned on last week's podcast about the uh, Barefoot Dreams dupe robe. So I've ordered that from Target, but I also ordered a Barefoot Dreams <laughs> dupe blanket from Amazon. And I'll let everybody know how that is when that, that comes in. You're going to have to cozy up with your CBD oil. Oh, that, and like take a bath with one of the bath bombs. That is self-care Sunday. If I've ever seen it, heard of it, planned what, it. What is a dupe blanket? A fake. So Barefoot Dreams is a ex- Expensive, in my opinion, or high-end, I don't know, like a high-end um, loungewear. Do you know what a dupe is? Oh. No. So like that should have been our word of the episode. <laughs> so like a duplicate, a knockoff. Or a knockoff. A knockoff. Oh. Oh, wow. Okay. Marta. I also don't know what liquid smoke is, and I meant to make a joke about how, like, I think y'all have mentioned that in, like, three different episodes, but our friend Marta from Texas doesn't know what liquid smoke is. Well, now I know, but I've still never used it. <laughs> All right, Maggie, what makes you happy? Oh, mine was also just getting up and doing my hair. The hair, the hair. I will tell you another thing that makes me happy that I thought about this morning. So, you know, we finally had some sunshine here. And, you know, while, again, I've said this about my old house, love my old house, love the cottage feel to it. I just, um, I always feel like I wanted a little bit more light, like I like, Mm -hmm. I like light. And this new house has a ton of light. So when the sun was shining early this morning, I'd gotten back from my Pilates class. I was like, I am so happy right now. 
just so happy. See, I'm loving that too, because we don't have any curtains or blinds at this moment, but I'm not going to love it when it's a hundred degrees outside and I'm trying to keep my house cool. Yeah. TBD. <laughs> I mean, I don't have any curtains either, so we'll see how that works out, but right um, now it's good. Thank you, Marta. I hope that I get to see you in person this year. I know. I hope so too. Hey, did I tell you that I went to a Pilates class yesterday? You were, and you joined. I joined. I was really proud of myself. I'm not, that's not really my thing. And I've already signed up for three classes. So like, I'm ready, I'm ready to go. Let's please tell the quick story about Orange Theory in Chicago. (laughs) Okay. Who do you want to tell it? You or me? Okay. So I'll tell it. So we, uh, one of our nationwide financial reps, who's just really become our friend. So me, her name's Lex. And so me and Lex, Go, we're going to Orange Theory at the time and those memberships transfer so you can take a class when you're traveling and we're like Marta do you want to take a class and she's like sure so we call we Wait, stop. what we we'd been drinking wine and then the later it got and y'all were like no you should really come and so you know like my judgment gets a little swayed and I was like sure I'll go it sounds like it'd be fine okay continue Okay, so then we all wake up like the responsible adults that we are because we might drink wine, but we also drink water. And we went to bed, we wake up, and um, we you're supposed to get to the Orange Theory like 30 minutes before the class starts. And like, we're, I'm like, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> Stupid. So we walk the mile or whatever to Orange Theory. And they were like, no, no, you can't take the class like to Marta because she'd never been and it's a liability thing. <laughs> felt so bad. And Marta just looked at me and shrugged her shoulders and was like, I'll just walk back. And then she said, she walked back and she got a donut on the way back. I walked like two miles. Of course I stopped and got a donut. And we were like, it was, it was like, we go in there and it's madness. It's like super intense. These people are crazy. And the lady's like, you can't do it. And I'm like, oh, darn, guess I'll see y'all back at the hotel. And then, okay, wait. So I got one more story about this. This was the conference that I wanted to stay through Thursday because it ended on like a Wednesday and I couldn't get the hotel room that Wednesday night at the conference rate. And then we finally like, and, and so I tell Marta this thinking Marta will for sure. I already know Marta's going Monday through Thursday. She already has her hotel room. I'm like, I tell her I can't get it for Wednesday. Kind of like, hint, hint, can I just stay in your room for one night? Never offers it, never offers the room. And so I'm like, okay, so I get... Rachel and our team, she finagles, you know, figures out how to make it work. Well, guess who didn't book the hotel room for that Wednesday night? Marta. Marta. And she had nowhere to stay. So she had to stay. I didn't even, I didn't even know until like I got there and they're like, you're checking out Wednesday. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Crap. Yep. Oops. I said, I should just not let you stay in this room. But anyway, alas, she stayed. We had a fun, we had a fun little night on the town. But um, all right, Marta, thanks again. Hope that I can see you um, in person this year. And like I said before, uh, I sound like a broken record, but seriously, check out the CBD for anybody um, interested or experiencing any sort of, I don't know, I'm just going to say very general issue, but I do think that it is very beneficial Um, and helps with inflammation and stress and anxiety and all those things. So once again, hope everybody has a good week. Thank you, Marta. Marta. Y'all are awesome. Thanks for having me. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.